Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. Jump inside this podcast and I'm going to teach you how to read your own blood work so you can find the answers to your health concerns. Yes, those normal labs that your doctor keeps saying, oh, they look great. We'll see you again in six months. They really have answers in them if you know how to read it correctly. So come join me along this journey, leave a review and share with your friends. Let's dive in. What health coaching certification program do I recommend? I get this question asked all the time. Well, I've finally vetted them out and the one program that outshines all others is Functional Diagnostic Nutrition or FDN. There are three reasons why. One, it's very clinically based and teaches labs. I myself turned down a master's degree in functional medicine because it didn't teach labs. Two, you have lifetime access and it always gets updated. This is important because things change and you need to be in the know. Three, when you complete the training on your timeline, they have an incredible post-grad community. So they don't just kick you out on the streets and say, good luck. If you've been thinking about receiving your health coaching certification or are a practitioner looking to branch out and scale a virtual practice, now is the time. Make 2023 your year. Do this for you, your family, and those you're about to help. Go to fdntraining.com slash Dr. Kylie. Check the show notes for a $250 off code available for a limited time. I am happy to announce that I have partnered with Functional Diagnostic Nutrition because I love their program so much. They're now the podcast sponsor. All right, let's get into the podcast episode. Here we go. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, your host, Dr. Kylie. I have a very special guest. All my guests are special, but this one is extra special. Um, She's been around in my world for, what, a year now, year and a half now, but she's got a killer office in Tampa, Florida in which people will fly into. And today's topic, we're gonna get into cancer and and how we can support cancer, because I get that question asked a lot, and I know Dr. Elena Morial works a lot with cancer patients, both, I would say, pre, in, and post. Is that accurate? Correct. Okay. All right, Dr. Elena, welcome on. Thank you. (laughs) Give us a little bit about your background. So I have a, I started out as a medical technologist, so I worked in the laboratory for several years, and then I went back to school to be um, a chiropractor. And well, I did not know that. Yeah, and then uh, I, I actually, when I was in the lab, I had um, I had like sinus and headaches, and I went to doctor after doctor, and nobody could help me. And told me I was it was all in my head. So then I went to a chiropractor, but kind of like not willingly went to a chiropractor. I thought they were quacks. <laughs> so then I got in there and after my first adjustment like my sinuses cleared up my headache was gone and I asked the chiropractor what do I need to do to become a chiropractor I want to do what you do and I I quit I quit working in the lab and went back to school and then became a chiropractor people don't understand how intense our schooling is no exactly I mean I just dropped everything and went full force in there I mean we took 32 credit hours you know, mm-hmm. a semester. It was crazy. This wasn't by choice. Yeah. You either survive the program or you don't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and then, and then through chiropractic, I, you know, I mean, I've been out of school almost 30 years. So 
certain things weren't allowed. Like physical therapy was very woo-woo at the time. You know, it wasn't really allowed in chiropractic, so they were just starting to integrate it. And, um, you know, certainly no energy work or any of the herbs, any of that. You, you had to go outside or underground to go get that, study that. And that, that, that was like my interest. So that, I kept getting drawn to that. And then I did, um, I went out and did a diplomate for the chiropractic internist and then the nutrition. So I have those as well. And then through, through there, I started, um, when I got to Tampa, did an internship and finally got, um, started my own practice. But I, I, I was in an office where I used to watch a lady, she used, uh, a machine, uh, it wasn't a biomeridian. It was, it was some kind of energetic machine. And again, I used to think that was kind of woo woo. And then you, the more I watched, she wanted me in there to do the adjustments. She would scan their, their, their hand and tell me what was out and wanted me to do the adjustments. And, and I watched it, but I would watch her tell these patients what they had this wrong, that wrong. And I'm thinking she's going to get in trouble. And then it happened to me, you know, I had, uh, I had, uh, you know, a problem with like my ovary and she put me on her machine and she was telling me, well, you have a mass on your ovary. You have a solid mass on one and fluid on another. And I thought this lady's crazy. So I went and got an MRI and showed the exact same thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So then I started, you know, and that was just one episode and then another, you know, happened and I thought, okay, I want to know more about that. And that's how I got into the whole, she wouldn't treat cancer. She would tell you, what she would see, but she wouldn't do anything for it because she didn't feel that she was qualified for that. So that's why I started to delve off and, and do more research. And that's how I got into working with cancer patients. Yeah. So you're not treating cancer or healing cancer. You're just helping unhealthy individual. Exactly. You're treating the immune system. If you beef up the immune system, then that's what you need to fight off any disease or any disorder. Let's talk about in regards to cancer, and, and I hate just saying the name of it, but because it really just is a disease of a dysfunction of the body, like every other dysfunction, it just has this big fear factor term wrapped around it. Um, we always hear about, you know, this causes cancer. I get nasty emails from other practitioners and, and people saying, how can you, how can you, you know, promote birth control when it's cancer causing. Well, look, I would rather not get pregnant. Okay. I got to pick that or something else. Yeah. I think people don't realize everybody's got cancer cells in their body. Everybody does. It's when your immune system gets weak that the cancer takes over. I remember, I don't remember what I was sitting in or, or where it was, but it was like, it was exactly that. Like our bodies are incredible. They're fighting these things off on the regular, on the daily. And we're not even doing anything about it. They just do it naturally. It's when we have the immune system that can't do it anymore. And it might lead to cancer and somebody else it might lead to Parkinson's and someone else it might lead to Hashimoto's. Like there's just, it's just a, a dysfunction. So when we talk about boosting the immune system, what would you recommend? So, I mean, food, food is number one. So, I mean, your gut and all that ties in. So, you know, if they're worried about birth control, but eating processed food, <laughs> there's a problem, right? So, you know, the diet has to be pristine. I mean, I'm not saying everybody's going to eat, you know, pure all the time, but, you know, organic. 
if you actually have cancer, then you know you're better off 80% raw. But I mean, no sugar, no no dairy, anything that's inflammatory, all that has to go. And that should be, you know, no processed food either. That should be on a regular basis. You know, occasionally, yes, we're going to eat, you know, I'd say for uh, healthy people, 80-20, you're going to have that 20% that's bad. But the majority of your diet needs to be pristine because that gut is key for your health and your immune system. Yeah. So food first. And then, you know, we talk about the gut and then, sorry, the immune system, which is the gut. Right. Most often, like 85% of the immune system is the gut. So we get rid of the inflammatory foods. We eat real, raw food that doesn't have a label on it. What are your feelings when it comes to like ways to cook food? So again, ways to cook food. I mean, nothing fried, obviously. You know, people don't think about the pots or pans they cook in. So if you have like aluminum or you're using aluminum foil, I mean, all those things, they leach, you know, those things, you get that in your, in your system. Um, If you boil food, you sometimes take the nutrients out. If you cook it too, too much, you take the nutrients out. So um, it does, it matters what you, what you cook in. It matters what you're cleaning your utensils with. I mean, all those are chemicals that your body, if it's in a weak state, that's going to traumatize it more. Yeah. So if we were to just give like three recommendations, one, what would you recommend for cookware? Cookware I use, what I personally use is Berghoff cookware. It's not Berghoff, B-E-R-G-H-O-F-F. You can cook with it. It's not, there's not, it's not a nonstick. It's a, it's not that Teflon stuff, but it, I mean, you could cook on it without oils or, or with oils or in that, but um, that's the only cookware I use. Um, glassware, I would use glassware versus plastic. Iron is debatable because you have the people who have issues with the hemochromatosis, so you have to know what their, what their problems are to use. Um, but, you know, any kind of glassware, corningware, that's, that's okay. If you're drinking, no plastic. So plastics are out. The Teflon, the things that can scratch, that's out. Well, that's a good start. So really, instead of, you know, focusing on all the things, like for me, going to glassware is difficult. I got young kids. I'm going to forgive myself of that one and pick something else in which I can control. So just pick a couple things that you're, maybe it's, maybe it's your shampoos and conditioners. Maybe it's this the dishwasher soap that you're using. Maybe it's the detergent you're washing your clothes in that you just upgrade to that more natural version and all of a sudden you've lowered your toxic levels. Right. Instead of burning candles, use essential oils. If you need, you know, those just little things. Okay. So what if we are diagnosed with the C word? Mm -hmm. How can we support that journey in a healthy way? So yeah. Not getting into the western medicine modalities of treatment let's just not even go there well the first thing is is the diet and you know when i say sugar has to go i'm not just talking people say i don't add sugar in to anything well bread breaks down to sugar alcohol breaks down to sugar you know your grains so all those things have to go you should just really be mainly now vegetables and 
it's light on the red meat, but you know, your fish and your lean meats are fine. Um, that because for every, every normal cell, you have two sugar receptor sites for cancer cells. There's like 40 plus, maybe 65 plus. That's why when they, when they scan you with a PET scan, what do they highlight it with glucose? Cause the, the cancer goes for the glucose. I never made that connection before. So, but you know, sodas, all that stuff has to go. It's just, it's feeding the cancer. And if you're acidic, you're going to crave it more. So you want to get your body more alkaline. So that's your first and foremost with that. Sleep is important. If you're not sleeping, your body's not healing. So they need to balance their energy, even just ground themselves, walk barefoot on the grass, um, put their feet in Epsom salt, soak in that. You know, just get the energy in the body balanced. Even if they need to be get a chiropractic adjustment, get uh, acupuncture, even meditation, all that is going to help the body to heal. I know you have some fancy equipment in your office. Yes. So walk us have, through some of that. Why it's there? Yeah. So we have um, red light therapy, which is really good for people that if they do happen to go get. Uh, the Western medicine, they come in and get red light therapy and negates all the side effects of that. What it does as well is it, it goes in and it helps the lymphatic system. So it decreases inflammation. So I, if they can be in here, if they live here locally and they can be in here two, three times a week, even unlimited, we let them come in here every day that we're working and get a treatment. It's 15 minute treatment and it, it helps the um, lymphatics. It even pulls the toxins out. So that's a good one um, for, for their immune system boost up. We also have a pulse electromagnetic frequency, which uh, we use a beamer and it goes in and it works on the tiny little um, capillaries. So it brings more uh, oxygen and more um, blood in until it pulls out um, again, detoxes and brings more nutrients and helps boost the immune system. Um, we also have uh, what we call a vibration plate, and we get people on that as well because they'll stand on it and it'll kind of vibrate. So it's, it's working on the immune system. We have um, what we call rebounders, little trampolines that we have them jump up and down on because that gets the lymphatics working. Um, we have uh, saunas that we put them in for detoxing. So we have a lot of... Uh, different things there. We have IV therapies. So if they're struggling, we give them immune boosters with that, glutathione, vitamin C, a lot of the B vitamins. Um, so we do, we do a lot of stuff like that. We have, um, I have machines that I measure frequencies on them to see how we can bump up their energy levels and help them to overcome whatever is really suppressing their immune system. So really what we're doing is trying to support the immune system, but figure out what we need to, to do to, to aid that. Yeah. We got some cool equipment there. And I just want to highlight that no matter where you are in the country, people fly to Dr. Elena's office in Tampa, Florida. So it's not just locals. You can fly in and get some of that therapy. So that would be, if you are going through cancer to support the, immune system and then post-treatment you know say you got the good news it's come it's gone how can you recover so so when they come in obviously they're 
they're in a frenzy because they have this seed diagnosis. And so really what we have to do is teach them a lifestyle. I mean, if it's not, we don't consider it a diet. We tell them it's the way of life. So we get them, we get them focused on what we need to do. And then initially we'll, they'll revisit or they'll see me in four to six weeks because we want to see what's changed and adjust their protocols. Um, and then we, we stair step from there. We see what else they need. So the better they're doing, the longer time we have in between, but we teach them, we teach them, you know, this is what you need to do when you go to the grocery store. This is what you need to shop for. This is what you need to do at home. Simple therapies. They may not have these modalities we have, but we can, we can give them other things that they can do, um, you know, to help assist them when they're away from us. If someone's at home and they can't make it to the office, then what, give them a couple of things that they can do right now. So if they're at home and um, their diet's going to be first and foremost, and with someone like that, I would initially like to see them do a lot of juicing, you know, get them on um, juices. And we have a number of juices. I mean, we have even certain foods that we have them to eat that we could send them that way that are specific to boost their immune system and suppress the bad stuff. Um, we also have them, uh, depending where they're at and their condition, do um, coffee enemas. We have them add that in because that's going to help flush out the liver and pull out more toxins. Um, we try to get them to get a little rebounder for their house with mini trampolines so they can start to, yeah. So just little things that they can do like that is what we start, start getting them get them prepped, especially before they come to see us and try to get them, you know, going. Because initially people aren't eating well, we know that. So to even get off of the sugar, the first two weeks, they're going to be miserable because the cravings, right? And they're going to want that. Their body's acidic. So they're going to try and, you know, want to eat those things. So so we're looking more along the lines of anti-inflammatory diet. Yeah. You can look that up if you're like, just what does that entail? Get some ideas on it. Um, what are your thoughts towards keto and carnivore? Depends. You know, a lot of cancer patients have diabetes, so it depends, you know, or they have other comorbidities. So each one depends. Um, I think that the meat is, is fine, except for when you're in that inflamed state. I mean, red meat once a week isn't going to hurt them, but if they're doing it every day, that might be a little much for them. So we have to kind of just, guide them on what they should and shouldn't do initially even those first two weeks i mean we completely take out they're miserable take out their grains everything for those first two, i mean they're miserable they hate me they'll tell me i hated you but now when they try to go back and like drink their soda that they used to drink it makes them sick they don't even want it so they don't realize how sick they are until they feel better so you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. And, and, you know, the other thing, and we don't, we're not doing it for weight loss, but they're losing weight too, which again, assists with their inflammation because you're, you're losing all that. So start with diet, then you can add in things and literally it's like all about the immune system. Right. Whatever you can do to support and, right. and the gut. vitamin D too is a good one that I always preach about. Vitamin D is, is 
you know, yeah, if they can't come in, it's vitamin D and then we're going to start them on some type of pre and probiotic for sure. Um, and just bump up what we can. If they have other comorbidities, then we'll, we'll deal with that. Um, if they can't come in right away too, any labs they can get me. Heck yeah. You know, or I can, I can send them for special labs and just, you know, we can, we can start there. So. Yeah. I've got a, a Facebook ad going right now and I don't know if you've seen it. It's been on social media lately, but it's for practitioners and I've gotten some nasties on there. Like you're a chiropractor. You don't have a license to be ordering labs or even reading labs. And like I said, people don't understand our backgrounds and what we do to get that license but if you're looking and I always tell people like my train is rolling. You're either on my train or you're not. I don't care. It's your choice because I'm going to keep doing my thing and you're going to keep doing your thing and keep healing and helping people prevent and getting through the whole process. But if we just go again from unhealthy to healthy, that's really all we're doing, no matter what the diagnosis is or lack of, but that's the journey. Right. Right. I mean, it's not a, it's not a spine that walks in my door. It's a whole whole body. So yeah, that's true. You know, it's, it's everything. So all right, Doctor Lena, where can they find and learn more about you? Uh, they can go to the website www.drelenamoriel.com. We're on Facebook as well under Doctor Elena Moriel. We're on Instagram, Twitter. Just look us up. We're there. You're on Twitter too. Yeah, we're Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're all over. Are you on TikTok? I'm on TikTok too. Oh, you're a brave girl. I need to get, I just need to do it again. I, cause I killed it for the first four or five months. And I'm like, you guys are such haters on this platform. I'm off. <laughs> okay. So it's D R E L E N A M for Morial M O R R E A L E. And we'll have that in the show notes too. So you can go to her website and join her on all of the social media platforms, whichever one you are on. Go join her and if you have this C word in your family history, take action now. She just told you how to do it. If you've recovered and you're worried about, you know, remission or it coming back again, she just told you what to do. So all about the C word. And again, it is just a dysfunction in the body, though it does affect many people in very harsh ways. So do what you can, but be realistic. I'm not going to go to glassware because that will just shatter all over my house all the time. Been there, done that. So be real Mine are adults now. Yeah, so be realistic. Don't be hard on yourself. Just pick a few things and make progress. Wherever you can make progress, that's all we're asking. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Don't try and do everything at one time. Small steps. A little bit at a time and you'll get there. All right, Dr. Elena, thanks for joining us. Again, DrElenaMorial.com. And she's in Tampa, Florida. Thank you for having me. The health coaching certification program that I recommend is Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, or FDN. You can get started anytime. So grab the $250 off code from the show notes and go to fdntraining.com slash Dr. Kylie and get started. Don't wait any longer. Make 2023 your year. Do this for you, your family, and for those you're about to help. fdntraining.com slash Dr. Kylie. Ready to have all of your blood work compiled in one location where you can easily read it all together? Well, go grab my book, Why Are My Labs Normal, on Amazon. Grab it, learn how to read your own labs, 
and take the power back in your hands because your normal blood work is loaded with answers. You just got to have the right person reading it and the right person can be you. Go grab it on Amazon. Why are my labs normal by Dr. Kylie Burton? Leave a review and we'll see you on the next episode.